0: Hello, and welcome to The Chat Lifestyles. I'm Caroline Moore, and today I'm chatting beauty with media content creator, Shelby Wilson.
1: Hello, it's great to be here with you.
0: Thank you for coming, sorry I interrupted you.
1: No, you're good, you're good. You You know this more than I do, so do your thing, girl. So, Shelby, by posting videos of yourself primarily
0: reviewing beauty products and doing makeup tutorials, You've built a YouTube channel with 269,000 subscribers.
1: Yes, it's crazy.
0: And as of this morning, your videos had a total of 28,584,065 views.
1: Oh my gosh, I'm glad that you've (laughs) analyzed this because I try not to um, focus on numbers too much. I mean, I know they're important, but... um, I love that you've collected this data for me.
0: I have stalked you um, heavily. I've been watching a lot of Shelby videos, so I feel like we've been chatting probably a lot longer than you know. So before we get
1: into your beauty lifestyle, can you walk us through your life and how you ended up in Cookville? Yeah, sure. So I feel like um, pretty standard story. I am from Ventress County, so I graduated from Clark Range High School, little rural community in 2011 and uh, i just decided that it was either between mtsu and tech and um, i beauty actually kind of led me to cookville i wanted a summer job and i applied at this store called faces so cookville natives will know about faces um it was a primarily a bare mineral store and i just kind of lucked out i was 18 and i was looking for a summer job And, you know, tech was kind of in the horizon. And I went in and was just like, hey, are you hiring? You know, super nervous. And the owner was pregnant at the time. And she was looking for somebody. And so um, that's how I ended up here. I got this great job, kind of, you know, geared me into the beauty, the beauty world. And I graduated from tech in 2015 um, with a degree in communications. Now when you
0: say beauty world, can you define that a little bit? It's a quite an umbrella term.
1: Yeah. Um so in terms of like the beauty community, um I feel like gosh, I'm trying to think. So I started posting videos in 2012. I think that's when my first video went up. And even back then that the beauty community wasn't like huge on the internet. When you talked about beauty, it was Um, Lancome commercials. It was seeing uh, beauty ads in magazines. So everyday people like myself um, weren't really creating a ton of videos yet. um, And that's really like spiked. So now the beauty community is um, people like me, you know, just like the everyday person who loves beauty, loves to talk about products, loves, loves to try products. And um you know, just like provide feedback to uh, people who are new in the the beauty world. So yes, I feel like
0: especially in the past say five years, beauty has become more accessible, more democratized we it's not it's not just women. there are people across the gender spectrum, uh, drag queens, gender queer people. Um, it's a lot of fun. So has it been interesting seeing that change in the
1: past few years? It's been great because um, the beauty community and uh, especially people who are just on YouTube um, talking about these products and talking about what they see in um, you know, like just ads and campaigns with brands, they've been asking for these changes. And so it's been really great to um, see brands and the beauty community really pick up on that.
0: I'm Caroline Moore and I'm chatting lifestyles with Shelby Wilson. She is a media content creator and has quite a substantial YouTube following because of her beauty reviews and makeup tutorials. Shelby, how did you get started making the videos? What what made you want to do them?
1: Um, So, like I said, I think my first video was posted in 2012 And there just weren't a ton of people doing beauty yet on YouTube. And I, like I said, going back, I worked at a store that primarily focused on uh, the brand Bare Minerals. And so in 2012, the beauty community was really, or if you could even call it a community at that time, just people were really focused on kind of like big name brands like the glamour brands mac cosmetics and i just didn't even really think about it i saw a couple people on youtube do a makeup tutorial and i literally went home to my one bedroom apartment um with my basic webcam and i filmed my first youtube video it's so weird when people ask me how i got into it because I didn't even think about it. I just saw the videos and I was like, this would be cool to do. You know, this would be fun to do. Like, I'm not finding um, when I search, you know, how to use this particular product that I use every day. Um, So I just started kind of playing around with it. I was in school at Tech and I just basically posted videos when I had the time and I – Uh, Kind of focused like on that little niche of Bare Minerals. And like I said, there wasn't a ton of people talking about that at the time. And that definitely helped my channel grow because when you would search that, I would show up first, which is like crazy to say. Um, So I feel like I just got in at the right time as well. And uh, yeah, that's kind of how I wiggled my way in.
0: But you did see the potential and have the foresight to see that this could perhaps take off.
1: Yeah, I mean, um I will say in the beginning I had no clue that you could make money. I had no clue that you could make a career out of it. I just saw, you know, YouTube is like people posting funny videos at the time and then when I discovered this realm of makeup, I just thought, "Hey, these people are having a good time, you know, posting these videos talking about these products and um I guess I'll do the same." And actually when I started posting videos, you YouTube um, didn't allow you to make money until you had, I don't know if it was 500 subscribers or 5,000. I can't remember, but it was, I want to say it was 5,000. You couldn't make money. They wouldn't monetize your videos. Until you had 5,000 subscribers. Of course, that's different now. They've kind of switched things up. Um, and I remember I got an email from them saying, uh, you know, your channel's eligible for monetization. And I'm like, what is this monetization you speak of? What is this? <laughs> what does this mean? And um, that kind of, you know, made me realize, like, oh, hey, like, you can make money doing this.
0: Well, I want to hear more about how you set up your YouTube channel and got it off the ground. So stay tuned and we'll be back with Shelby Wilson. And we're back. I'm Caroline Moore, and we're talking lifestyles with Shelby Wilson. Before the break, we were talking about your YouTube channel and how you accidentally fell into the beauty world. Mm -hmm. How did you get your YouTube channel off the ground? And what did you consider a success?
1: Yeah. So um, it's it's so hard to define success with um, doing what I do. But basically, by the time I graduated from tech, which was in 2015, I had been posting videos for about, I guess, three years um, because I want to say 2012 was my first video post. And by the time I graduated, I was actually making enough income to where I didn't have to have a part time job. Anymore Um, and I kind of just thought to myself, okay, if I'm if I if if I'm going to do this We're just going to go all all in. I really want to um, focus my time and energy towards this so um, 2012 I quit my part-time job and I just decided, you know I'm going to do this full-time because while I was at tech. I really just was having fun with it I was posting whenever I could and um in 2015 it was at the end of 2015 it was like december 2015 coming into 2016 i started pursuing it full-time and um i will say i mean it was like a lot of pressure it was a a rough road because at the end of the day it's just me you know it's a one-woman show over here and um i would definitely say that for the first couple years uh it was hit or miss, you know, like my income was never the same. Mm. But uh, I want to say around for me personally, if we're talking about the term success, when I really felt like I had discovered my audience, I knew what they were looking for. And just ultimately, I had this connection. I was in my vibe with um, what I created for brands. I would say that didn't come until maybe like 2018, and what I did is I wasn't happy with like how things were going, my content, my engagement, and I basically just gave myself like a very small goal. I think it was like, okay, if I haven't met this um, you know, amount of like subscribers. Let's say by the end of the year, then maybe we'll start focusing our you know ideas and 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 whatever towards different avenues. And I was wasn't as hard on myself. I literally remember uh, in those like first three year period or the first three year uh, years that I was doing this. Um, I basically was being very hard on myself. I was waking up from basically like 8 o'clock in the morning, filming like three videos a day, editing those videos, getting them up. And it took me a long time to realize it was quality versus quantity um, for me. And, yeah, about, I would say, 2018, I just really discovered what my audience wanted and what they liked and what I like to create. And um, I guess you would say like my channel hit the, what's the term, the exponential or uh, growth, (laughs) you know, like it just continuously started. I would not know. Yeah, it just kind of continuously (laughs) started growing. Whereas before it was kind of stagnant. I was like at the same Mm -hmm. number growing at the same rate. And um, uh, yeah, I just, uh, something just clicked. So when you said you found an
0: audience, can you describe the audience? I mean, who are they?
1: Yeah, yeah. So um, it's very interesting. My audience, normally you have a specific age group that watches you. And um, my age group is split up uh, actually almost evenly in every category. Really? So, yeah. Um, Of course, my highest uh, demographic is around my age group. And I think they categorize that 24, the 24 to 34 um, age group range, then secondly is you know thirty five to the forty five and then forty five and up. um my lowest age demographic is the very young, whatever the youngest <laughs> is, um which. I'm fine. That's not really, you know, the the group that I'm catering, catering to, anyways. Right. But I feel really fortunate that you know people of all ages are watching uh, my videos. But when I talk about how I found what my audience wanted, I feel like the YouTube community. Uh, there was this stretch where it was about. Uh, all of this like glam and how much makeup you could apply and uh, just it it wasn't super realistic for a long time and I started to realize that uh, the type of people that I was catering to you know it's like people who have nine to five jobs people who um, you know are are stay-at-home moms or stay-at-home dads and i also realized as like a reflection of myself that was what i wanted i wanted really tangible um, very easy uh, techniques things that could be applied daily but also that still make you look good you know like not just like boring basic stuff i mean i'm not gonna lie like i throw out some basic <laughs> stuff here and there <laughs> but um i really just uh, discovered that People wanted to look good, but didn't want to spend five hours trying to look good. So, uh, yeah, I definitely think that switching that up uh, really helped, helped me kind of, uh, people were looking for that, I guess. Right.
0: I'm Caroline Moore, and I'm talking with Shelby Wilson, a YouTuber and beauty expert. Um, you were talking about when you interact with your followers and your subscribers, are they kind of dictating what they want to see, or are you asking them, giving them options? you have high engagement across your platforms?
1: Mm-hmm. yeah, kind of a little bit of both um I feel like uh, especially now, you know I, I kind of went back to that year of 2018 where I felt like I was starting to um, discover my audience. They were definitely telling me, you know, we wanna see this, we wanna see that. And uh, I remember a big turning point for me was um, probably in that same year, I posted a video that um, reached like over a million views. And that also, um, you know, like helped my channel grow. And it was a very simple, basic technique video. And so when I saw that, I was like, okay, people really enjoyed this. Like, it's quick. I'm not, you know, rambling on for 20 minutes about how to apply this. It was a quick, straight-to-the-point video. And so I saw that um, people really responded well to that. And still to this day, I kind of base a lot of my videos off that one particular video that uh, kind of – changed the whole growth of my channel. So yeah, it's a little bit of, you know, people make great suggestions to me. And, uh, you know, there's the little people can like uh, someone's comment. And so, you know, when I see like 500 people (laughs) have liked (laughs) what someone's recommended, I'm like, okay, people want to see that. Great idea. Um, Yeah. And then sometimes I plan stuff. I I have videos planned. And then sometimes it just really kind of comes to me spontaneously, just randomly. And oftentimes, those are the videos. Videos that do the best. So, you know, sometimes I just go with
0: the flow. Stay tuned, and we'll be back with Shelby Wilson. All right, and we're back. I'm Caroline Moore, and you're listening to the Chat Lifestyles. I'm interviewing Shelby Wilson today, and we're talking beauty. So, before the break, you were talking about how your audience is able to kind of detect if you're being fake or cringy. Have you ever been asked to review a product? Product that you don't like, and how do you handle that? Because your audience trusts you.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm actually asked all the time to review crazy stuff um, or just stuff that is not up my alley. But I will say there's kind of like this standard procedure that I follow. Um, Most of the time when I'm approached by a company or a brand, uh, majority of the time, it's people I've worked with And they know what I like and they know which brands I like. And so they'll come with me. uh, They'll come at me with these opportunities. And if it's something that I've tried and that I love, obviously, like I'm on board. If it's something I haven't tried yet, I'll normally say like, hey, I need a grace period, like, you know, to test this out. And there have been several times when I've used something for two weeks that was up for potential review and it just didn't work out it wasn't something i could recommend so in that case i just go back to the brand or the agency and i'm like hey you know this really didn't work out for me hopefully on the next run you know we can work together on something you know just just polite about it but i know my audience is not going to respond well to this or um, it's just not something i can recommend and yeah it's never been it's never been a big deal you know they either have a roster of backup people or they just appreciate the honesty.
0: Right. And I think that's something that people don't talk about enough, especially when you're your own boss or you own your own business or you're freelance, is that it can be difficult to say no.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, there have been opportunities that obviously would have come with uh, a substantial paycheck. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to lie, like it's especially when I was in college, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, working a part time job and doing makeup on the side. um, It was definitely hard to turn that down. But at the end of the day, um, you know, I think that your um, how should I put this? uh it's more valuable to be credible, you know obviously mm-hmm. at the end of the day um I think that's definitely paid off you know down later on down the road um people I see a lot of youtubers who they promote stuff so often, and i'll you know I'll notice their comments and people will be like, Okay, you used this once and then never used it again.' I just want to avoid that at all costs, you know. Like, I I truly want to recommend things that uh, are going to be useful and and beneficial for people.
0: Now you mentioned the beauty industry and how. Beauty has become more democratized. I've seen a lot of YouTube beauty bloggers create their own lines, launch their own makeup products, but I've also seen celebrities do it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like every time I go to, you know, whether it's CVS or Ulta, I see a new celebrity makeup line. And, you know, I think to myself, you have a perfect face. <laughs> You've never done your own makeup. Yes. You've never been a makeup artist. What do you know about makeup? So, in the beauty community, is there a little bit of resentment there, or is it annoying that celebrities suddenly jump into this when y'all have been working on it for years?
1: Yeah, I mean, for me personally, no. Uh, I think there are a couple of really good celebrity line makeup lines, Fenty Beauty being one, Rihanna's.
0: I love her products. Yeah. You know, <laughs>
1: I think that was a very heavily researched line before it came out. Uh, I mean, the shade range, the selection, the diversity in that line. Uh, is awesome. And then uh, one that just recently launched was Selena Gomez's uh, makeup line. I've tried several things out of it. And it's a very, um, it's a very easy to use brand, a very breathable, like fresh vibe. And so uh, there's, for me, I, I try to give every brand a chance. But I would definitely say that there's probably, you know, been Uh, you know, some eye rolls uh, (laughs) on on a few launches. Uh, So, you know, but it's kind of like that with with any brand nowadays. The beauty industry is very saturated. It's very, um, dare I say, oversaturated. Um, So it's hard to compete. And people, I feel like, you know, I've been doing this for almost 10 years. And I feel like sometimes I've tried it all. So Mm -hmm. it really takes a standout product to, uh, you know, kind of get the little the glimmer going in my eyes.
0: Yes. And I was reading that according to Forbes in 2019, the beauty industry was worth $532 billion and they projected it to, you know, grow to 600 something billion by 2026. How do you see the beauty industry changing?
1: Um, I mean, I think uh, previously we talked about, you know, diversity. We now have um, male models in the, you know, um, campaigns and advertisements. The shade selection is getting better. But what I've also noticed is that a lot of brands are gearing towards the clean and natural world of beauty. Uh, A lot of brands are also not retouching photos, like they used to, it's about real skin and real people. And so um, I think that's a way that is changing and I'm honestly looking forward to that change myself.
0: <laughs> and how do you see your business changing or growing?
1: Um, you know, I try to just take it day by day and uh, a lot of people ask me like oh do you think you'll ever come out with your own you know line never say never <laughs> um there's a lot of liability that comes with that i bet yeah um but you know i would love to at least like look into that avenue you know i've i get comments like that a lot and it's obviously something i'd be interested in um but as far as you know just how um i want to grow my own business. I really just, this might be a bland answer, but I love just waking up and being comfortable knowing that I have this fan base that is really, they're just so gracious and so kind. And I just feel really fortunate to have uh, those types of viewers. I always say that you attract like whatever type of person you are. You attract that audience yes and so um i just feel like i mean not that i'm like super nice and just <laughs> but you are but you know i um i just i try to reciprocate that um and i just feel really grateful to have people who still want to watch me almost 10 years later so i just plan on you know sticking to you know what i know people love and what i love
0: Yes, I highly recommend going and watching Shelby's videos and looking through the comments because people are so nice and so <laughs> complimentary. They, your fans and your subscribers, they really do love you so much and care what you have to say about a product. They're, they really want to hear your review because they trust you that much.
1: I know. Like sometimes it's, it's hard to believe that people care what I have to say.
0: Where can people find
1: you online? Well, all you have to do is search my name, which is Shelby Wilson. And yeah, everything should should pop up from there.
0: Fabulous. And I will also post Shelby's information on my social media as well. Feel free to follow me at Caroline Moore, M-O-O-R-E. Yes. So thank you so much for coming and sharing all your beauty tips, Shelby.
1: Yes. Thank you so much for having me on.
0: And thanks for listening. I'll see you guys next week.